people, it's your boy, the host with the most, I do not brag or boast, I'm coming to you guys live from coast to coast, it's your boy, I'm Chris Dom One, and welcome to another fabulous rendition of Everyone Hates Chris, subscribe and enjoy, you will not be disappointed, I promise you I'd like to give a shout out and thanks to all the listeners out there, to everyone that has been subscribing, uh, and also like to give you guys a happy early Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, just in case I don't upload an episode before or after or during Christmas, the holiday break. But nevertheless, I'm the best. Let's digress into today's story, 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 story. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk about the time where I was introduced and I was an ex corn star, a, a part-time corn star. I went from the hotline, dateline to corn star. All right. Subscribe and enjoy. You will not be disappointed. All right. So peep this. All right. So back in the day, there used to be these 1-800 uh, hotlines, these datelines. All right. And basically, you know, it, it you know, for those who've been living under a rock, allow your boy to explain. Basically, these these hotline dateline things, they're like 99 cents a month. And you call them and then you get, you know, all types of conversation. It's normally uh, guys on females type of conversation. Now, there were the international ones that were loaded with actors and actresses and just getting people. It was just a scam for the international ones, you know, like... Becky from Sioux Falls or Melissa from Miami. You know, they, they always call from these long distant exotic places. And, you know, it was just a scam. I mean, if you put money into that, then, or if you put time or money into that stuff, you're not going to get any action from that. And basically these, the local ones are the ones people would gravitate to. All right. Because they're the local ones, you get some conversation going, you might get some freaking conversation that, you know, may break down into a booty call or two. You may get people that, you know, people were selling, you know, dope back what we back in the day through these hotline dateline things. Okay. So whatever you want, you can get it at this hotline dateline thing. And then they had an option. Okay. So when you dial the white 800 number, you know, it, you know, ask, are you a male or, or you're a female? And if obviously if you are a male, you're going to choose male. So you get to listen to all the females, uh, calls. All right. And if you listen, if you was a female, you listen to all the male calls. Now, most of these dateline things there, they were free to women. All right. So women could just call at their leisure. I mean, they didn't have to waste a dime they didn't have to drop a penny on anything you know most of them not all of them but most of them all right so uh i had you know i was listening i was listening to a lot of the advertisement particularly when they promote these things on television and they were promoted around time uh you know like in the late wee hours and I would write all of the the 1-800 numbers, all right? Now, I didn't put a lot of money into it unless I struck it big, like like a gold mine. Like if I, like it would be some months I would, you know, you know, get in contact with females that were local in my vicinity. You know, some of them, some of the people, I mean, some of the women, 
I, you know, I, I, I hit good on and the other ones I just struck out. I struck out more than I hit. Okay. I lost more than I won. All right. But I had a little system going. So I would write down, jot down all the 1-800 numbers. All right. And every last one of them will have a sale period. All right. Where they basically where you call and you get to listen and talk to anyone for 40 minutes. All right. As long as you put your phone number in. Because once you once your 40 minutes are up, now you have to upgrade to the paid membership program. All right. And I had a system going on because not only I was using my cell number, I was using my mama's cell uh, home number. I would borrow my mama's cell phone and use her number. I would borrow my brother's cell phone and use his number. I would use my sister's cell phone and use her number. I would use, uh, you know, random home numbers, you know, of, of my friends. Uh, you know, like if I'm over at a friend's house and I go, hey, uh, can I borrow your, your, your house phone? Yeah, sure. You know, back in the day, they had house phones and cell phones. All right. And I would double up on the different numbers. Now, some of the, and I even went to pay phones. You know, back in the day, there used to be, you know, phones or pay phone booths, like at bus stations or malls or whatever. And uh, I would, you know, call there. Okay, I would use their numbers. Now, some of them, like like my family, you know, I could tell people were into this because when I use their number, sometimes it's a number that, you know, you know, sometimes I use someone's number and they never use these 1-800 numbers. And other times I would use it and they said they don't have a trial period. Okay, so I would win or lose. I would even use the school. Uh, uh, cell. I mean, phone number. I would go to school, and I would literally, uh, you know, ask to be go to go to the principal's office, and I would use the school, uh, um, you know, cell. I mean, phone number. All right. So I was I was dipping in in everybody's numbers. I was utilizing everybody's number. All right. And over a course of time, you start building, you know. You know, you start building relationships through these phone services. Now, you know, you couldn't see the actual person you was, you know, you was talking to. So you had to, you know, use your other senses. You have to use your common sense. Okay. You have to, you know, mentally, you know, you have to, you know, use your common sense. You have to use your judgment and hope you, you know, get what you're looking for through these calls. All right. And a lot of these women, they sound sexy. And, you know, and I've heard people being catfished using these numbers where, you know, this woman would describe herself as a 10. And you drive all the way out there, you know, to their house and they were a two. OK, that was the worst thing you can get out of these day lines. But, hey, a booty call is a booty call. All right. You're not going to drive, uh, you know, to another state. And you, you finally meet this girl, and this girl is just butt ugly. All right, you're just going to just, you know, you know, take one for the team, and you're just going to go ahead and hit it. All right, so, you know, back in the day, you didn't have to worry about people getting set up. You know, uh, you know, you know, where there's a gang of guys getting ready to beat you up and and uh, rob you or anything like that. You didn't have to worry about that stuff. The worst thing you can get out of these 1-800 numbers is someone describing themselves and then you go there and they're not the description that they described over the phone, 
All right. Now, social media was present, but a lot of these people will make excuses saying, oh, I, I'm not on social media and this, that, and the third. I mean, you could, you know, once you get comfortable with somebody, you could, you know, get their phone number and then you could just talk to them off the, the, the rule of thumb is, is to have a conversation, but keep this thing short and brief. Okay. You know, the, the basis of introducing yourself is to see if whoever's calling on the other side, if that's someone that you're feeling, and if you're feeling that person, you know, you need to execute, hey, won't, won't we just, you know, you give me your number, I give you my number, and we, we can talk off the, the dateline thing. And, and that's what I would do. Because I only had 40 minutes, all right? I didn't have time to sit there and, and you know, you know, you know, chat it up and, and talk to one girl. Now you don't waste your damn 40 minutes and then you didn't have a time to talk to anyone else. So I would literally be getting girls phone numbers, texting them and still be on uh, uh, the, the, you know, the 40 minute free plan and be talking to other girls. All right. So you had to do this in bundles. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, the, the, the worst thing that can happen is you know you're meeting some female and she is not the description she described herself on the phone okay that was the worst thing but as far as being catfish like a woman you know it's a man posing as a woman and uh you know didn't want to tell you that they were born a man and then when you get there you know it's just a a, a dark-skinned big booty dude okay wearing uh, a, a dollar store wig, a cheap dollar store wig, and he just freaky. He just wants somebody to just, you know, you know, pound him in the boo hole. All right, you know, that's the worst thing that can happen to you. All right, but you know, you didn't have to worry about getting robbed. You know, you didn't have to worry about getting killed. You didn't have to worry about getting kidnapped. That was the worst thing ever on those one eight hundred uh, datelines. All right, so, anywho, uh. I met, and I'm telling you guys, if you, if you allow your wife, your girlfriend, your mother, your sister, your daughter, if you give them the, the, if you give them the option of stay at home mom, I'm telling you guys, you, you need to have a second thought about that because a lot of women have a lot of free time and downtime. All right. You know, after you take care of the kids and after you clean up the house and, you know, pay bills, a lot of women have a lot of free time, particularly if you're a stay at home mom. And what a lot of these women would do would gravitate to social media. They'll be, you know, in a lot of these group chats with other females, you know, just, you know, gossiping and things of that nature. But every now and again, a woman gets aroused and a woman gets horny. All right. And the best place to, you know, it's not called cheating if you're just, you know, just talking, talking freaky and nasty to other guys. And that's what a lot of these women, these stay-at-home women would do. They would constantly be on these dateline things and they will have freaky conversations. But, you know, their, their goal is not to hook up with anybody. Now, if you catch the right woman at the right time, and you say the right things to her, then maybe it could happen, okay? A lot of women step outside of their marriage or outside of their relationships to 
get some get some uh, uh, get some stick on the side, get some eggplant on the side. All right. And a lot of these guys wouldn't know because a lot of these guys that will go off and work, they'll work like, you know, 8, 12, 14, 16 hours like truck drivers or delivery workers or, you know, or someone that's a working a double, whatever. That's a lot of free time and downtime. All right. So that's where a lot of, you know, uh, most of a lot of I'm not saying every woman was in a relationship. But when you call these datelines, every every guy expected that they were loaded these call centers were loaded with women who just was you know lonely at that particular time you know maybe their husband isn't you know you know not the apple in their eye and things of that nature or they just getting freaky or you know maybe uh you know they they, they can't hook up necessarily because he's working long amount of hours to take care of the house and the home but a woman got to be satisfied too guys all right you know so uh food for thought it, yeah you work to take care of the bills but you also if you want a healthy and happy relationship, you got to take care of your responsibilities at home. I'm just telling you, because if you don't, somebody else will. All right. So that's what a lot of these women would, would, would gravitate to. They'll gravitate to these day lines. All right. And, you know, uh, these date lines were loaded with women who were already married or in long term relationships. Um, they were also loaded with women that were selling their bodies. OK, we're going to talk about it a little bit later. And just and occasionally you get a single freaky ass woman. But then you have to ask yourself why she's single. All right. And it may be because of the, the, the decisions that she made. Maybe she's uh, hooked on hooked on phonics or hooked on substances. All right. Yo, uh, every good thing isn't good. All right. It's not good for you. All right. So uh, basically, one of one of my stories were that and uh i was calling so i was just doing my thing thing i normally do oh and the best time to really get a woman particularly if you want to get in her pants is uh monday tuesday and wednesday when you was calling these datelines you had to be on the dateline monday tuesday and wednesday and a lot of people are going like well why those days because you know, a lot of a lot of women are, you know, even though they freaky and stuff, they got needs too. And you know, maybe if you know, and, and in some in some situations in some households, you know, the guy's working, he's taking care of the bills, he's taking care of his responsibilities and obligations. But a woman has a responsibility and an obligation to stay attractive, to stay beautiful. All right. And a lot of women have wants and needs. OK, like they want makeup. They want, you know, the latest fashion. They want, um, uh, you know, the, the latest hairstyle. You know, a lot of women go to the to the salon every freaking week. OK, a lot of women get extensions every single week. A lot of women go get a petty and a manicure every single week. All right. And when you're living in a one income house, you know, no matter how much overtime, you know, your 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 uh, significant other is working, he's not going to work enough to take care of everything. So there's going to have to be sacrifices and some and subscribe, uh, uh, you know, subtractions. All right. And, you know, a, a lot of guys like to uh, watch the game. You know, they don't have time to watch the game. So therefore, they're not going to, you know, 
do pay-per-view. A lot of guys like to play video games. You know, if you're working a lot of hours, you ain't gonna have time to play video games. You're not gonna be able to buy every video game. Okay, so you're gonna have to make sacrifices there. And with women, they have to pick and choose what they, you know, wanna take care of when it comes to them. If they have any little money left over after they take care of their bills, their utilities, and responsibilities. So a lot of these women, you know, even though they're being taken care of at home, they don't have a lot of money in their pocket. All right. And a lot of women, they know that there's a lot of guys out there that's willing to, you know, you know, a lot of women don't necessarily call it cheating. If a man wants to give them some money, if a man if outside their relationship want to give them some money, if a man uh, outside their relationship want to take them out to eat. If a man outside of their relationship want to, you know, get their hair done or get their manicure, you know, some women, the, they will take advantage of a lot of men that feel like, you know, I can get her as long as I take care of her wants and needs. And that's a temporary thing. All right. So let's get into the story. So basically why I uh, called the story from Dateline to Part-Time Corn Star. All right. So I can remember it like it was yesterday. So I was on the dateline, you know, getting my hustle on, getting my freak on and, you know, trying to, you know, get a bunch of numbers. And then this one girl called and she was quick, precise to the point. And it threw me back a little bit. OK, she asked me, oh, she said, OK, uh, you know, what's your name? How tall are you? And uh, how uh, how big is your dick? All right, I'm going like, what? So that threw me back because a lot of women play placate and play around with the conversation. All right, particularly if it's, a, if it's a horny woman, she's going to talk like 10, 20 minutes. And then finally, she's going to uh, talk about what she actually wants. Or if a woman just purely on there to get to for a guy to take care of them to pay for something she's going to spend 20 or 30 minutes talking about herself and then she's going to hit you with you know she likes a man that's going to take care of her that you know that's going to give her money and things of that nature okay you know a lot of these conversations can end a lot quicker if uh you know women just go straight to the point okay but that's what a lot of women do a lot of women just dress up uh you know, dress up what they actually want, okay? Because, you know, because they think that a guy's going to say no, all right? So, you know, a lot of women wants to feed, a lot of women want to feed men's appetites in these phone conversations. And then once the, the guy is fed, then they're going to lay, uh, you know, lay down what they actually want from this relationship, all right? So, it kind of threw me off because she was quick to the point, all right? So I told her my name. I didn't give her my full government name. I just gave her my first name. I told her how tall I was. I said, I'm 6'4". And I said, uh, you know, uh, my dick is about, you know, uh, nine, eight inches. And, uh, but it's got a big head. It's got a big uh, head. It's got a big tip. Okay. So. Uh, she said, do you, do, does, does your phone have, uh, you know, can, can you text on your phone? I said, yeah, I can text on my phone. She said, can you send pictures on the, on your phone? I said, you got a plan where you can send pictures on your phone. I said, yeah, I can send pictures on my phone. She said, okay, quick. This is what I want you to do. I want you to take a picture of your, of your penis when it's on hard and, um, uh, 
uh, post it to your toilet seat. And that's going to determine, uh, and, and can you just do that for me? And she sent me a picture saying, this is how I want you to take your picture. So she sent me a picture of somebody else's Johnson. I'm going like, whoa, what, what the hell? She said, now seriously, I want you to take the picture that way. Okay, so I said, all right. So I went to my bathroom. I laid my Johnson on my toilet seat and I took my pic I took my picture exactly how it was described in the other pic. All right. You know, it was, you know, I felt like this was all shits and giggles. I just felt like this girl just wanted to get a bunch of guys to take pictures of their Johnsons uh, you know, uh, you know, on the toilet seat. And that was just a fetish for her. She just gets off by looking at guys, you know, pics, all right? So I sent it, all right? And then uh, after that, I didn't hear nothing from her. So I said, ah, yeah, that's what probably she wanted. She just wanted me to take a picture of my Johnson on the toilet seat. And that's how she gets off. So I went back on to the Dateline thing, okay? Because I only had like 10 minutes left, all right? Went on the Dateline thing. I struck out that day. Didn't get nobody, all right? That was a waste of, of, of a free 40-minute call. Didn't get no action, no play, no whatever, all right? So, you know, a couple of days go by, all right? And somebody keeps calling me, calling me, calling me. And I looked at my phone and it was that girl that wanted me to take a, take a picture of my Johnson on the toilet seat. All right. So, you know, I just thought that she was just playing around. You know, she just wasted my time and shit. So I didn't even, you know, answer. All right. So it went straight to voicemail. All right. So uh, I just kept on with my day because I was at work. Uh, then she texted me. She said, do you have time to talk? And I said, yeah, I got time to talk. She said, well, why don't you pick up your phone? I said, well, because I'm at work. She said, well, whatever you take a break or lunch, pick up your phone. All right. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So uh, I wasn't on lunch or anything. I just went to the back of the building. I, you know, I was playing it off. I was telling uh, my, my, my co-workers, I'm going to take some trash out. So as I'm rolling the trash can to the dumpster, I rolled it to the side and I picked up my phone and I, and, uh, I called her. I said, yo, what, what's up? So she said like, yo, I'm sorry I didn't get in contact with you that particular day. Um, you know, a lot of stuff was, you know, I, you know, I was busy that day. You know, she's just giving me a bunch of excuses and I wasn't even feeling it because I just thought that, that, that she was like she was trying to scam me she was trying to either get money out of me or this is something that turns her on you know or she's got a fetish you know i'm making excuses in my head i'm listening to what her, what she's saying but i wasn't really paying attention to what she was saying so she said look here you know i know you're busy i'm busy too i'm gonna go straight to the point look uh we have a company and we do adult entertainment all right and when she said adult entertainment, I'm thinking of like, okay, uh, she's probably on a television show. She's probably, you know, doing a, an independent movie or, or something like that. You know, it never, the dots never connected that she's talking about corn. All right. Because 
We call corn corn, all right? We, we don't call it adult entertainment or adult content. We don't pretty it up. It's corn, okay? So she's going like, yeah, I, I work for this uh, uh, film company, this film studio, and we're planning on making a movie. So uh, I'm still not connecting the dots, okay? So I'm going like, okay, you know, I'm... You know, I'm thinking like I'm not much of an actor. You know, I have we never talked about acting or anything like that. So why why are we here? Why is this conversation leading here? So uh, she's saying, yeah, I got this adult. Uh, uh, we're trying to do this independent adult film. Uh, I showed the director your your Johnson. She didn't call it a Johnson. He he said it's the right size. I'm going like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, this is starting to get real creepy and freaky, okay? So you want me, so you took, you want me to take a picture of my Johnson laying on the toilet seat, and then you thought that that was the perfect picture to give to this guy director. I like, I'm thinking like, is this guy gay? Is he straight? And I'm going like, okay, what, okay, what are you actually saying, okay? So, she understood after I said that, that none of these pieces fit what she's talking about. So she just broke it all the way down. Look, we're making a phone, we're making a corn film. And I think as well as my director think that you could be a, uh, one of the models in this, this corn project. All right. She said, look, this is, this ain't, this ain't no, uh, she said, this is, this, you know, I'm, I'm, this is no scam. I'm not trying to cheat you. I'm willing to pay you to, to be in this uh, movie. Uh, you know, I will pay for the first day of the introductions. And then after that, if they choose you, you know, the company will pay you. All right. Because she was saying, she was basically saying that she goes look for candidates, male and females. And she introduced them to these uh, to these directors, producers, or whatever, and she gets commission from it. All right. Now she told me twenty dollars. I didn't think twenty dollars was a lot of money, but I said, all right, whatever, I'll go. You know, it. You know, I don't have to pay for anything, and the opportunity of being a corn store. All right. Now, you know, I have thought of many things in my life that I thought I could possibly do. I didn't think Cornstar was one of them. All right. So I was curious, not for the money, but I was just curious to see how far that this could take me. All right. So I said, all right, so where is that? So she gave me the address where it's going to be. She told me what time to be there. She also told me to uh be on time she also told me to uh you know uh, you know make sure your johnson is on hard she gave me some recommendations of what to take and what to do to keep my johnson on hard and you know i i, I said okay i i didn't know you can do that whatever 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 all right so uh i uh i said fine so the day the day of came all right. I'm thinking, you know, what, you know, do you have to dress like you got to dress up like an interview? 
Like, do you got to wear a shirt and tie and, and all that stuff? I figured, okay, you know, I'm just going to wear my regular clothes. You know, because, you know, I, I dressed pretty sharp back in the day. All right. So I wore my regular clothes. I wore my, my jumpsuit. I wore my, uh, I wore my Jordans. I had my ball cap on. So I'm up there, uh, so I'm dressed. I'm, I'm dressed the way I want to dress. All right. So I drove to this place. All right. Now, this place didn't look like, you know, when 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 you're watching movies or corn or whatever, you're thinking uh, they're feminine places at exotic places and exotic scenes. And, you know, you got a, a mental picture in your head like the big time stars are going to be driving these expensive cars and the director's going to have an expensive car and, and this, that, and the third. So I drove to this location and this location was an office building. Going like, what the, what the fuck? Like, I, am I at the right address? I, I checked it. Yeah, I'm at the right address. So, I don't see no exotic car. I just see everyday cars. You know, okay? So, I go in and uh, there was a secretary. When you go in, when you go, when you go into the building, it's, it's just space and one desk at the middle of the room so i woke up and i said and i told to the receptionist uh i have an interview to see so and so so and so so she's looking in her book and uh she said oh yeah so uh let me tell you where their office is at i'm like whoa office so she says on the third floor, once you get off the elevator, go left, take another left. It's room um, 201, 311, something like that. I can't even remember. This is a long time ago. All right. So, all right, cool. So it's like a building with a bunch of other offices. Like it could be like a medical office. It could be a records office. It could be, it, it, it was a bunch of different smaller businesses presiding in this building. Get on the third floor, get off, make a left, make a left, make another left. Uh, it's like on the, it's like at the end of the hallway. It is on the right, all the way to the end where the exit door is. All right. So I go, I go in there. And when I go in there, I see, I see a bunch of people there. All right. And I see a, I see a, you know, I see like different cliques of different groups. All right. You know, I, I seen this one group. It looked like, you know, they were all corporate. You know, they had business suits and things of that nature. You know, a, you know, a bunch of white guys. All right. And then I seen this other group. It was like a bunch of females, you know, a bunch of females. They was they, they were chatting, but they wasn't really chatting. They were just, you know, scoping out the room. And then the third group was a bunch of guys. A bunch of guys were everywhere. I mean, it was a sausage fest. All right. So you got to get into you got to get in where you can fit in. All right. I knew I didn't fit in with the white people because that wasn't. I didn't have, uh, I didn't, I didn't have the motion nor the clothes. So I said, okay, I'm definitely not going to fit into them. Now those girls, those girls were beautiful and I knew I couldn't fit in with them because I didn't know them and they didn't know me. All right. 
So I say to myself, I'm going to go here with these guys. I'm going to go fit with these guys. I'm going like, what's up? What's up? They say, okay, yeah, what's up? So, um, you know, everybody's just chatting and they was just talking, you know, in, in the corn biz, they talk differently. The language is different. It's, it's a money language, but it ain't like, you know, what you expect. Okay. It ain't like, oh, I got the biggest Johnson. Oh, see that girl over there. I bent her over on a desk. It wasn't none of that type of talk. It was straight business. All right. Um, so I kept hearing, so I'm the type of brother I can sit in the back of a room and I can peep the game before the game even happens. Cause I'm listening to, uh, uh you know, I'm listening to the conversation. So, uh, these guys going like, yeah, I come from this agency. I've done this film. I've done that film. You know, a lot of these guys have been in a bunch of films. All right. And I'm the unexperienced one. All right. So I knew I couldn't necessarily fit in with those guys because I had no experience in this. So as I'm listening to them, I'm also looking around and I know there was a couple of guys that were not talking. They were just listening, just like I was listening. So I took a chance. I walk up to one of the guys and I, I introduced myself and I say, is this your first time here? And is it first time doing this? And then he said, yeah, this is my first time doing it. All right. So he said, what about me? I said, yeah, it's my first time doing this, you know, and I told him my story. I said, yeah, you know, basically I was on the dateline trying to get my freak on. Uh, this girl told me uh, my my what how tall I was, what what was my name, and how big my Johnson was, and his story was similar, but he wasn't on no dateline. He said he was at the mall one time, and uh, some uh, woman, some white woman, walked up to him and told him about this situation and this, that, and the third, and here he is. All right. So I'm going like, yeah, here I am. So we're up here, you know, you know, I felt like I could communicate with him because he was inexperienced just like I was inexperienced. So we didn't have no expectations because we didn't know, you know, how this was going to work. So we were just going through the motions. All right. So everyone was in the room for like, it felt like 40 minutes, but it could have been 10 minutes. All right. I'm talking to him. You know, we're we're chopping it up. There was another guy that uh, I was talking to. He was chopping it up, and uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, you know, we're we're still there waiting. And I'm not familiar with nobody now. As I'm waiting, the girl that uh, you know uh, I, I was talking through talking to through the dateline. She showed up. Now, it's a black girl, not bad looking. She was a little bit older than me. And she walked up to me and she said, I'm so glad that you made it. Uh, and, and uh, oh, here's your $20. And uh, I said, so basically, what what am I doing? What what, what were we supposed to do? So she was telling me that, uh, okay, this is how you, th this is how you work in the corn industry, all right? Uh, you know, you have to be chosen or picked by these females. So if these females are interested in you, they will do certain scenes with you. All right. Now, 
uh, a lot of guys going in the coin industry that are unknowns, they do the, uh, the, the group sex type of thing. All right. The orgy type of thing where they don't necessarily, you don't really know who the guys are and they don't get a lot of, they don't get a lot of, uh, video time, but they're basically in an orgy scene. All right. And nine times out of 10, you know, you know, if of uh, these, the, the women are feeling you, you can take part in that. Very rarely a guy that's, you know, uh, you know, that's standing there that has no experience, it gets to be in a, a, a boy on girl, a, a man on woman scene, all right? So she'll breaking it down to me and this other guy. Now, this other guy, the white woman that told him to come here, she didn't even show up. So he's basically ear hustling to what she was telling me she was saying like okay so uh basically if you get picked in the orgy scenes or whatever type of scene okay that's how you make your money all right now she said there are some there are certain guys that are that that make more money the more uh opportunities and the more scenes you do in the coin industry the 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 bigger your check's going to be she said, you know, and it takes a long time for you to make some some above average money. But you can make some decent money doing these corn scenes. All right. But uh, she also said, depending on what they need you to do, you have to be available and open for everything. And I said, what you mean everything? She said, well, if these women don't, uh, you know, you like if you don't get chose by any of these women, then, you know, uh, you know, are you interested in, uh, having sex with another guy? Uh, are you interested in, you know, because that's, you know, at that particular time, the number one thing was, was male on female. All right. And that's for that audience, but there's an audience for the gay community. And, um, I'm saying like, I don't want to go that far with it. Uh, you know, like if I don't get chose by any of these women, then, you know, I'm just going to call it a day because I didn't lose nothing. Okay. I, I wasn't in any type of film. This wasn't something that I wanted to do. It's something I sort of got, uh, into because of, you know, of our phone conversation. But I mean, if, if I don't get chose, then I just don't get chose. You know, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to, uh, you know, get upset because I didn't get chose by any of these females. All right. So she said she was basically putting the rules down. Now, the guy that I was chopping it up with, he was basically saying that he was open for anything. He just wanted to get his foot in the door. And if it means that he was going to be in a scene with another guy, then he was willing to do that. I, on the other hand, wasn't. All right. So, uh, I, I didn't know at the time, but that sort of killed my progression in, in that industry. Cause I was unwilling to do whatever it takes. All right. So I'm already, you know, chopping off one opportunity of me going into this career, but I'm real with myself. I just, you know, to me, I, I just can't, uh, get, you know, I just don't see myself with another guy. I'm not attracted to other men. 
So therefore, I'm not going to be in a scene with another man. You know, to me, uh, and my rule of thumb is what gets me on hard is other females. It, you know, it's not a guy. It's, a, it's another female. Okay. But to each his own. What I mean, whatever makes you happy, you do it. But to me, I'm not doing that. All right. So basically, um, the auditions come. So this, you know, and in the auditions, you know, it's common to take off your clothes because a lot of these women are, you know, they, they visualize stuff. All right. So you have to take off your clothes in front of the director, in front of the pup, the uh, the writer or whoever that's behind the scene. And you also had to take off your clothes in front of the stars. And the majority of the stars in the corn industry were women. All right. So you had to take off your clothes. All right. And they, they inspect everything. They inspect your, your body shape, your body type. Uh, you know, I mean, it. I feel like if you're a man and if you don't like to, and if you feel degraded by other people looking at you, particularly men and women looking at you, then that's not going to be the place for you. All right. So I was willing to go that far with it because there was women in the room as well. And then you have to show your Johnsons. All right. Now my Johnson was on hard. Okay. Just looking at the women, I was already on hard, but she, told me some some regiments to take to stay on hard all right and every once in a while i would go into the restroom check how stiff i am and i feel and if i feel like i'm you know becoming mr softy i'll just you know uh you know get myself back up by you know doing some manual work if you did what i'm saying all right so um everyone went, you know, whipped out their johnson and we were like in a line Everybody whipped out their Johnson, all right? I'm not looking at nobody else's Johnson, okay? But as I go down and uh, uh, pull my Johnson out of my underwear, I mean, it's noticeable, all right? There were some there were some short Johnsons. There were some extremely long Johnsons, okay? And I was in between. I was in between the short Johnson people, the short Johnson crowd, and the extremely large Johnson uh, crowd. All right. And like I said, I, I can carry a full eight inches. All right. And I'm looking at my Johnson and I see, OK, I know my Johnson is better than these other guys. Johnson, the smaller Johnson group. All right. Uh, it, you know, my Johnson, it, it, was, it was a long shaft and a big head at the end. OK, my Johnson looked like one of those uh those tailgate uh poles on on back of a f-150 all right that that uh you know toes bolts and things of that nature okay that's how big my john i mean you know the, the head size of it all right so i'm thinking i'm gonna get chose all right so um I, yeah so everyone had their johnson out and you know Everybody was talking, uh, but they was talking so quietly you couldn't make out the conversation. All right, so then they said, "Okay, everybody, pull your your your, your underwear up, pull your pants up, and um, we'll get in we'll get in contact with you." And I thought that was weird. All right, so some people got in contact at that particular time, like the women would just gravitate to those guys. Okay, but you have to understand those guys have been doing it a lot longer, 
All right. Uh, the guys who just say first time out, a lot of uh, we all struck out. All right. Cause we didn't have we, we didn't do no work with them. We didn't uh, we didn't have no relationships with them. And just like in any other uh, working community, there's politics involved. All right. And if you it, it's not what you know is who, you know particularly in the corn industry. So those cats were going to get, was going to automatically get the play from those females. All right. Um, so I, you know, we all, we, we, we talked a little, we, we all chopped it up at the parking lot. You know, uh, we all thought that this was the end. And then, you know, I just went on my merry way. You know, I, I, I didn't lose anything. I looked at this experience as, I didn't lose anything. I didn't pay a lot of money. Uh, I didn't waste a lot of time. Uh, this was not something that I was looking for. Would love to be chosen, but I wasn't looking for, all right? So I just chopped it up as just experience, okay? So week went by, a couple of weeks went by, and you know, I haven't heard anything from anybody, all right? So, you know, I'm just getting my hustle on, getting my work on. And then uh, the phone rang again. All right. And it was this agency. And they said, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Chris, uh, so-and-so. I said, yeah, this is he. He's, she said, well, this is the agency. And we're calling you to inform you that we have a role for you. Uh, we would like for you to uh, come to the office. Um, she gave me the address. Come to the to to the office, and the director is going to talk about the possibility of you being in uh, this film. Okay, very courteous, very professional. It wasn't no slur or no cursing or no, you know, just, you know, really business talk. So I'm going like, oh, okay. So I'm keeping it calm, cool, and collected. Okay. And I jot down the information. I, I told the lady, thank you. And, and this, that, and the third, I was very polite. All right. And as I hung up the phone, I'm going, I mean, I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm screaming to the highest height okay i'm lit all right i'm excited that i'm getting an opportunity to be in uh in 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 an adult content uh uh production all right so i'm you know once again i got this glamour talk in the in in my mind just like i did when i got I had in my mind when we had the introductions at this location. So I'm getting all jazzed up. I'm getting all tipsy on, you know, and once again, I'm, you know, thinking about, oh, it's going to be a big time production. Uh, I'm thinking about all the porn stars, all the female porn stars that I could probably um, be in a role with, like Pinky. Uh, you know, like it was a Cherokee. It was like, a, there's a lot of porn stars, corn stars, female corn stars that I like. All right. So I'm thinking, oh, I could be in a, a film with her. Oh, I could be in a film with this girl and this, that, and the third. You know, I'm thinking the sky is the limit. 
all right? Because I finally got into an opportunity. So I'm thanking myself. I'm going like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, okay? So, uh, you know, after that, we're going to have to end it right there, all right? Uh, I will tell you the rest of this story. I told you guys these, this story is going to have many parts because, uh, guys, you, you got, if you thought that this one got you going, wait until part two. Part two is going to be a doozy, okay? I'd like to thank everyone that's been subscribing to the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone that's been listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate that. Could you do your boy a favor? Can you do your boy solid? Could you recommend this podcast to your friends, family, and followers? Can you also uh, promote this podcast? And write a, give it a five-star rating, write it a recommendation, tell me what you think about it. Because I'm not too sure of the stories that y'all are interested in. Because, but judging by the response of my older episode, it seems like you guys like this type of content. So, uh, yeah, so uh, th- that's all I got for today. If I don't hear from if I don't if if you don't hear from me uh, next week, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to hear from me next week. But uh, to the people out there that's listening to this podcast, happy holidays! Have a safe holiday. Uh, have have a safe uh, Christmas, a New Year's Day. A new year starts a new a new year starts a a new you. Okay, New Year's resolutions and things of that nature. So. Uh, everyone be safe out there be safe on the roads listen to this podcast on your way to your family or to your friends or to your workplace or whatever it's your boy the host with the most i do not brag or boast and i'm coming to you guys live from coast to coast it's your boy and i'm out outro